Hi, I'm PJ, and welcome to House Daily. I hope you're doing well, whatever life looks like you view at the moment, um, whether you're listening to this, squeezing in between work, homeschooling, or whether actually it's just part of a day which in some ways you wish was busier and you wish had more things in um, but isn't. Um, it's, it's great to be with you and uh, I've, I've been thinking it's, it's amazing how different people to react to life and what's going on. Uh, one of the things that um, I find oddly satisfying was uh, before all this was people watching. It's, it's not as stalkerish as it sounds, I promise. But it's those moments when you're in a coffee shop, when you're looking out a window, you just see different people walk by and just take a moment to try and fathom what's going on in their life, knowing all that's going on in yours. And just it's incredible and mind blowing what is going on just across our city, let alone our country and the world and all these amazing lives. It's just mind blowing and just brings me to a place of awe of God. But people watching is in, uh, is quite satisfying in a way. Um, but it's interesting watching how people are reacting to everything at the moment. And there's, there's so I think two of the ways which neither are really helpful is uh, the whole uh, keep calm, carry on mentality of just longing and wishing things are back to normal. Come on, if we just get through this, work hard, things will be back as soon as we can. And, and they're trying to constantly... Um, push things to be ready immediately now and, and longing for new things to be open and life to be back to normal uh, and then it's the complete flip of fear and not wanting anything to even start going back to something new and wanting to lock down and close in and um, hide until it's all over and I don't think either are completely helpful either way hopefully we're somewhere in the middle um, but um, it's interesting how different people react to it and they're both some ways out of place of fear of just fear of the unknown or fear and just wanting things to be able to control things and actually part of what we do when we look at scripture is to reset ourselves and look at the world through God's lens um, and help us to gaze and learn from him so he calls us to live in a different way it's why we're going through the book of Nehemiah think about this idea of rebuilding look at the story of him rebuilding the Jewish walls Jewish walls Jerusalem and uh, actually thinking and trying to get that God perspective on life at the moment so if you've got a bible we're in Nehemiah chapter 2 we're going to be going from verse 11 to 20 today um, and this is this I went to Jerusalem and after staying there three days, I set out during the night with a few others. I had not told anyone what my, uh, what God, uh, what my God had put in my heart to do for Jerusalem. There were no mounts with me except the one I was riding on. By night, I went out through the valley gate towards the jackal well and the dung gate, examining the walls of Jerusalem which had been broken down, and its gates, which had been destroyed by fire. Then I mo uh, moved on toward the fountain gates into the king's pool, but there was not enough room for my mounts to get through. So I went up the valley by night, examining the wall. Finally, I turned back and re-entered through the valley gate. The officials did not know where I had gone or what I was doing, because as yet I had said nothing to the Jews or to the priests or nobles or officials or any other others who would be doing the work. Then I said to them, You see the trouble we are all in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been buried uh, with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and we uh, will no longer be in disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of God, my God on me and what the king had said to me. They replied, Let us start rebuilding. 
So they began this good work. For when Sam, uh, Sambala, the Horonite, and Jabiah, the Amorite official, and Geshem, the Arab, heard about it, they mocked and ridiculed us. What is this you are doing? They asked, Are you rebelling against the king? I answered them by saying, The God of heaven will give us success. We, his servants, will start rebuilding. But as for you, you have no share in Jerusalem or any claim or historical rights to it. And I don't know what you're, whether you're into any of these personality type uh, things, but um, in many of them, there are these, these uh, two different ones, those who are planned, structured, organized, and, and those that aren't. And if you're one of those planned, structured, organized sort of peoples, you're probably like, finally... Nehemiah's doing some uh, proper planning strategy of what's going on. He's looking at the walls. He's basically got himself into Jerusalem on a whim. Finally, some plan and structure of what's going on. Um, and if you're not one of those sort of people, you're like, why is Nehemiah bothering? Just get on and do the job. You've got the wood already. Um, I put myself in the latter. Um, but actually, it shows the real importance of both in a way. There is that, that moment of what we were thinking about yesterday of just following the voice of God in that moment and seeing what he's doing, but actually also taking real, um, a real look at what is here in front of us and planning and strategizing and working out. Um, but doing that through God's lens, not through ours. Because um, one of the things that we see through the book of Nehemiah, which will come out, is actually, yes, they're, they're called to rebuild. But all the prophecies about post-exile um, were really powerful and different to the world that they had lived in before. Um, they talked about this messianic king uh, coming and restoring world. It talked about how there was going to God's presence was going to dwell on a new temple, um, and how um, His kingdom would be for all nations, not just the Israelites. And um, part of you look back in Ezra, you see they rebuilt the temple. But God's presence didn't come down in the same way that it did the original temple in that pillar of, of fire and cloud. God's presence coming rest there. It didn't happen. In fact, people mourned because of it. Um, and so here again, we see this Nehemiah is assessing the walls and plans to rebuild. But in some ways, he's got the old lens of looking at things on, not the new lens. And we see that in the encounter with these people at the end from different countries, different nations. Um, and how Nehemiah basically goes, this is not for you. This is just for the Israelites. Um, when actually we know God's long-term plan was not for that. And in fact, actually right at the beginning of the rebuild, we see that Nehemiah lost focus. Nehemiah took the really important thing to look and assess and actually part of what we should be doing as we think about how we rebuild life as we know it around church, around our lives, around our work, around society, um, is to take a moment to look and assess and see what's going on, um, what's been broken, what's destroyed, what do we need to rebuild, but actually do it through God's eyes and God's perspective to actually go, actually, do we need to rebuild this exactly the same? Or actually, do we need to rebuild this differently and in a new way? Because actually God has a real different way of wanting to see this be rebuilt. And so for us to, to learn from Nehemiah, and it'll come out more as we go through of actually making sure we, we see God's perspective on the things, not just retreat to the old and the way things used to be. Um, because actually that comes with so much baggage and we're an amazing opportunity in a way of all that's gone on through the virus to be able to take a moment to regroup and reassess and say, okay, God speak life into this. 
you promised that you'd give us life and life to the full. Actually breathe your life into all that's going on here. May the church be once again this, this model of, of life and a renewal and a replenishment for the nation that people will see it and gaze upon it and think that you are awesome, God. So God, help us as we think to how we rebuild our lives and our church. Speak into it and God, help us to, to have your lens on these things like Nehemiah missed. Um, so let me pray. Yeah, God, help us to have that lens. Help us to see as we we look upon the world around us, our lives, all that's going on, and think about how do we start rebuilding this? Where do we need to start? What's the first brick that needs to go in place? What's the first thing we need to take time rebuilding, working through the rubble? God, as we do that, help us to see it through your eyes. Help us to work through what does need to be back just the same as it was or actually what needs to be new, different, Help us to get your perspective on these things, have that voice of you in our mind, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands. Bye.